What up, party people? It's your boy Tommy G here with episode 25 of the No Mercy Conspiracy Edition. On this episode, I'm bringing on the Bod, who hasn't been here for a while. Bob's Lessons is joining me, and then myself. Uh, so Janet wasn't able to make it today. It's no fault of her own. We're going to blame Bobby for all of this. But on this episode, we started off talking about aliens. We'll blame Kurt for that. We went into the murder monkey. We went into the CDC. We went into mayors and governors, protests, what we believe about whether Trump's playing 4D, 5D chess with this whole situation. Uh, I won't spoil it. I'll let you guys check it out uh, on your own. And we kind of bounced all over the place. So we talked a little bit political. We talked a little bit coronavirus. We talked a little bit aliens. So we got a good mix of everything in here. Of course, the normal laughs, humor, and uncensored chaos. So hopefully you guys enjoyed it. Threw this together with no plan, nothing. We just turned the mics on and started shooting the shit. So uh, let us know what you think. Give us a subscribe, like, download, uh, share it with your friends. Do whatever you can to spread the word as we need to do in this community as we are trying to be censored and outnumbered by the mainstream media and by the social media influencers who have just recently, since we recorded, declared that on Facebook they will be banning, not censoring, banning all accounts associated with Q. So this is escalating by the day. They started off basically trying to censor us and shadow ban us and shut down Storm, shut down Educating Liberals, James Woods, uh, Candace Owens, name a name who's important. And they basically tried to suspend their accounts saying that it was for, oh, a coronavirus thing or some other form of bullshit. And now they're basically just coming straight out and saying, if you believe in Q and you post about Q, you're banned. So... Obviously, we're getting to them. Obviously, that means we're winning. They're hearing us. They're scared of us. Continue to fight. Continue to power forward. This is not the time to back off. This is not the time to back down. We have them on the ropes. Now we need to finish them off. Don't worry about a platform. Don't worry if I disappear from Twitter. I will keep reappearing. I am the virus. We are the virus. Don't worry about any of that. Go hard. As Sam Tripoli says, go hard in the paint. Don't stop. We have them on the ropes. Attack, attack attack. And without further ado, hit it, Miyagi. Mercy is for the weak. We do not train to be merciful here. A man face you, he is enemy. Enemy deserve no mercy. What up? Let's get weird. It's your boy Tommy G here with episode 25, I think. I don't know what it is. Oh, fuck. Episode 25. Both of you shut up. Both episode 25 of the No Mercy podcast. Today I'm joined by the two most beta men of the podcast, Kurt and Bobby. I will introduce Bobby first at Bob's Lessons on Twitter for those of you that already follow him and his fantastic memes, fantastic tweets. Fantastic Joe Biden song. I hear he's got new hits coming out that he's creating every day. So make sure you stay on Bob's timeline for the newest, hottest tracks to drop. Bob's lessons, ladies and gentlemen. What up, Bobby? The fuck's up, son. You know, every other episode, someone tries to steal my shit. (laughs) I love it. I'm working on a new intro. I like that one. I think I'm. Yeah, I think think you should stick it. You should say, "What the fuck's up, daughter." (laughs) <laughs> just, just, take just to avoid sail. copyright yeah <laughs> take this uh, take the wind out of kurt's sail right at the beginning oh, that's the great. one bad part of being third or fourth in the hole right here right yeah it's it's so great so now kurt's totally disheveled let's see if he could bounce back with everything ladies and gentlemen 
the bod. With someone like Kurt on the show, I really want to let it go wherever he wants to go. The fuck's up, son. Thank you, Tom, for the kind words on the last episode. This episode, we're going to focus on aliens. Do they live amongst us? What's up with Antarctica? Does the moon take our energy? How long have aliens been here? Did they terraform the Earth and that's where we came from? Part one of 46. All right, well, I'll see you guys uh, later. I'll see you guys later. We're out. We're out. I'm like, out. No. All right, Kurt Sather. Uh, I would just like to make sure that, that everyone knows that the clip Kurt just With played. With someone like Kurt on the show, I really want to let it go wherever he wants to go. It's right. Yeah, it's yeah no. Kurt, stop playing it, first of all. Second of all, I would like to let everyone know that that comment was not about Kurt, my brother. That was about Kurt Schilling. That was from the Kurt Schilling podcast we just did about a week ago. So, uh, no, I never did say that about Kurt G. I so said you that don't back Kurt. that statement. I do not approve that message. Okay. I do not stand by that statement. At you're all. A liar. With someone like Kurt on the show, I really oh, want to let Christ. it go wherever he wants to go. But with someone like Stop. Kurt on the show, I really want to go. All right. That's done. Do we need to get this? Whatever, whatever you have that you're doing this, we need to take it away from Bro, you. Bro, so I no. bring the people new drops. Drop my <laughs> where's Kurt. Let me see where that is. Kurt. Where's Kurt? Where's there it is. I bring the fire, baby. Yeah, that one I have on my computer because I like that one, but I will not allow the other one on my computer at all. Kurt so, needs, boys. Kurt needs smoke and mirrors because he's, he's got no substance. Have you noticed yeah, that? He's, he's got, got like just all drops. He's got like three audio clips <laughs> and drops because like, every time we kick it to Kurt, he's just got these like pre recorded drops. I'm like uh, that Transformer Bumblebee where he talks through just the radio channels. <laughs> Or like you know when they do those prank calls, like uh, and they only have like twelve different sound bites that they use. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Curdy boys is the new jerky boys. Curdy boys. The, <laughs> the uh, so so Kurt, it's good to have you back. We haven't I haven't potted together in a, in a couple weeks. You haven't been on any of the fireside chats with Bob and Janet, Brian and Nick, and all them. They're doing a great job. By the way, Janet was able to join us. We had a little situation with the schedule here. It had to be a tight schedule. Uh, so we'll blame that on Bobby. Right, Bobby? That's your fault. Yes, it's always my fault. Yes. Okay, so we'll blame that on Bobby. Perfect. We can move on. I'll be the, I'll be but, the patsy. Uh, yeah, yeah we'll be, you are the patsy anyway. You have, you have the fucking most estrogen in your body of the three of us, so we'll just run with that. But, Kurt, good to have you back, man. I feel like we haven't talked to you in a while. Bro, good to be here. A lot going on in the alien world right now. I feel like we could spend a good four hours on it. Yeah, so, so like, anyone who okay. doesn't... We're in the middle of a fucking pandemic. Ah, you got you got Spygate, Pfizergate opening up, and you're talking oh, about dude. aliens right now. And you got me in wars with Alyssa Milano, Bobby dropping, banging Biden, Patra, and you want to talk about fucking All aliens? Boring stuff that means nothing at the end of the day. Aliens are our existence. Everything we are is from this. We should spend the whole podcast on it. So for those of you that don't know that are new listeners, Kurt is obsessed with aliens. Now, so me and Bob, can. we've gone one round in aliens, and I can hear Bob making noises in the background. We might do round two today. Well, why don't we start here, actually, because we do have a happy medium. Kurt, being that you haven't been with us for a while, we're going we're gonna to give you a little leeway here. Bobby, we did have the Pentagon or whoever it was just released the alien videos, right? The UFO videos, I should say. They weren't alien videos, but unidentified flying objects. They were which... alien videos, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So those did just get released. I do have some takes on it. Bob, I'm sure you have some takes on it. I mentioned it. By the way, if you guys haven't already, go listen to uh, Tinfoil Hat podcast, which I know Bod 
your favorite podcast, I think, in the world. Yeah, wait a right? minute. Didn't I get an invite to come on there? What happened to my invite? Yeah, yeah. I kind of felt felt that fell through the cracks. Okay. Yeah, yeah. We decided you weren't invited anymore. So uh, I did go on with Tripoli, Tinfoil Hat Podcast. Make sure you check that out. Follow Sam Tripoli on Twitter, at Sam Tripoli. Uh, awesome two-hour episode. Really just fucking crushed it. But we did talk about a couple things, including a tweet that I put out recently that said, alien, because everyone was taking sides on this alien release, right? The video that they released, Bobby, when they released the videos of the UFOs or whatever, which we'd all seen a hundred times. But I put a tweet out saying, aliens can exist and the government could be using this as a false flag thing. I, neither are mutually exclusive. So, Bobby, before we go to Kurt, who's going to want to talk for an hour, I will turn to you. What do you think about the government all of a sudden now in the middle of chaos releasing these UFO videos? Well, you just said it. All of a sudden in the middle of a pandemic releasing the UFO videos. On top of that, we're getting eerily closer to these investigations wrapping up regarding the FISA gate, the spy gate, all these new documents coming out, Durham saying he has information that he needs. And all of a sudden, this UFO distraction comes out. So yeah, I agree that the two can be mutually exclusive. I lean more on the sides of aliens or a fake PSYOP, at least how they're presented to us. And uh, until you can produce a video of a slithering alien-like creature, uh, I'm going to doubt it just like I doubt it. Have you ever seen Nancy Pelosi? (laughs) 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 Uh, debunk you're right debunk I got absolutely nothing uh, Kurt's been fighting with you about aliens for a year and a half and I just shut it down in a sentence I, like, <laughs> I feel like I got I feel like I'm getting blindsided right now I feel like you guys like uh, you're like let's troll this kid at the beginning I don't know if you had your morning weed yet so you might not be on point your brain might not be synapses might not be popping so Kurt I know you are well, on the total opposite side of this well it's hard for me to go against Bob because I don't fully understand where he's at. Mm-hmm. I don't think he does either. After that. <laughs> <laughs> so as far as like lizard people and stuff, you don't think any of that's real, right? I think it's possible, but the way I always say the way aliens are presented to us are a psyop. I mean, think about the type of people that are pushing this, right? So like with Operation Paperclip, you had uh, Warner Von Braun come over, uh, Walt Disney, they all were in cahoots with with the space and the aliens and then it became a big became really big in the in entertainment and star wars and and all this shit and and the the further we get along in this what i I think is a psyop the more they're looking demonic so i go more along the lines of like either like interdimensional demons or like things of that nature rather than you know aliens from the planet krypton coming here on you know floating saucers i think the ufo like like we always say like ufo i always think of it is it on an unidentified flying object so that doesn't necessarily mean that it's an alien craft from outer space it could just be a government craft that we don't know about right and, it's very loose yeah term. but when the government's the one saying it's a ufo that would mean they don't know what that object is it's one thing if we say that's a ufo and it's a stealth bomber that we've never seen before but they're the ones releasing it so saying i, th- I think know. the happy medium there would be that the government is saying it's not ours Right. Right. That doesn't necessarily to to Bob's point. It doesn't mean it's from outer space. To your point, it does mean it's not ours, but it could be China's, you know, fucking alien software or something like that or technology. Correct. Right. So it's same with the Nazis. So when do where do you think the Nazis were able to develop all their technology from? Well, the the 
Nazis were really big into like the yeah I mean, we talked about they're big into the occult and like after World War One and into World War Two they became obsessed with 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 occult knowledge and that's where we always talk about um, and so I think you know we talked about uh, Operation High Jump you know after World War Two the Nazis go into Antarctica and establishing bases hold on hold on hold on. Where, Where were you, Kurt? Oh, my bad. My, I, was, I was scratching my ass. I'm ready. Go do that again. I'm ready. Antarctica. I came in too early. Yeah, you did. I'm a little rusty, but that's okay. I'm glad Keep you going. saw that. Okay, for those yeah, of you that so, don't know, what, so those y'all that, for those that, that don't know what that is, go to the Antarctica episode. Go to the Antarctica episode. We talk a lot about Operation High Jump. That was uh, really yeah. your first big hit, right, Bob? Yeah, yeah Bob on the map. Maybe that'll be the next hit. So, long story short, uh, I think, you know, Nazis were way ahead as far as technology is concerned. And that's why we extracted their scientists and brought them over here during Operation Paperclip. We always talk about how government science is decades, if not centuries ahead or millennial, depending upon how far back, you know, this technology yeah timelines go (laughs) really i mean Um, if you think you're a dimension jumper they could be hundreds of thousands of years ahead or behind right sure sure so i i err on the side of they're experimenting with technology and the alien is a distraction that's what i but if you need one element to make anti-gravity technology and that element is not on this planet how would they get it yeah, you're talking about that element, whatever. What's yeah, it called? Bob Lazar, 115. Well, I think, I mean, okay, so that you had, like, in order for me to say that that's valid, I would have to say the person releasing the information is valid. And I, to be honest with you, think Bob Lazar is a psyop. Why, why the hell does he get away with, like, okay, explain to me how he gets away with talking about all of this, like, he says he has all, you know, it's kind of like Wilcock, in my opinion. I think Lazar always talks about how he's all these sources and and he's, you know, close to this or that. But it's so compartmentalized, you know. So how can I believe that all of this stuff is true when this guy gets free reigns to talk about whatever he wants, but the other people, you know, get like killed, other get killed. Yeah, silenced. Yeah. But some, you know, some guy that's re- researching uh, coronavirus, uh cures gets killed in pittsburgh so this guy gets killed in pittsburgh but lazar gets to do seminars and 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 you know have uh, i mean yeah think about bill cooper right like i mean you're looking at a lot of the people who have been saying or doing stuff similar to lazar are all getting whacked because they went in other directions too on top of the whole lazar talking points right he just lazar really just stays on one talking point and i think they're fine with that i do agree with you on that bob yeah i think it's odd I mean, dude, look what's happening with Will Co- David Wilcock the last couple of months. Yeah, that dude. And he's losing credibility. And, yeah. uh, you know, he's one of the Alex guys. Alex Jones, that, too. Like, you're seeing, you're seeing a lot yeah. of these people. I always see, like, like whenever, because you've got to think about like this, like Ancient Aliens is on the History Channel. History Channel, A&E, Disney owned. I mean, this it's all part of the mechanism that they have. So, to me, like when I see the H, lo- the history logo, I discredit it immediately. David Wilcox on the History Channel all the time. Why does this guy of all of all the people get free reign to talk about aliens whenever he wants? So think about the people you're siding with when we talk about aliens. You're siding with uh, Tom DeLonge, John Podesta, no, not Werner with Tom von Braun. Sure, dude, he's like he's part of the. Soft I think he is movement. a psyop. I'm, I'm with you on yeah. that. 
I but mean, I think it's a lot of they weren't prepared for the internet and the exposure that these guys could just do a documentary, get on camera. Like the guy in Pittsburgh you're talking about, you don't even know his name. Right. But when Something these guys get his to- name is like Bing Lou. <laughs> I swear to God, it's his name. Like I do know his <laughs> name. Like that name. But uh, it's, as far it's as when now, they get, it's when now they, he dead. When they get now too big, dead. it's almost too obvious. Plus, you need the crazies to keep people thinking you're crazy. Like without Alex Jones, conspiracy theorists aren't as crazy. With Alex right. Jones, they have that defense of, "Oh, you're just Alex Jones thinking all frogs are whatever right. lesbians are gay." Other, right. They right. need the crazy people still. They can't kill everyone off because then they lose the crazy factor. I but as I mean, far do you as think Wilcock is crazy, though, I mean, like he seems he's well, not like I, a no, like a sensation no, not necessarily, but you don't need them to be crazy, as Kurt's saying. You need them to be discredited, right? So now with the new Wilcox thing saying, you know, talking about the darkness, and I have inside information that in five days, five to right. 14 days, this once they, maybe they made him do that, right? Because now anything he says going forward, everyone's going to go back to, I thought we were supposed to be dark a month and a half ago. You know what I'm saying? So it was still a form of discrediting whether he did it himself. Maybe, maybe he's not a psyop. Maybe he is legitimate and does have a legitimate source that did give him this information. And the source is a psyop. Maybe the source is intentionally feeding him bad stuff to discredit him. You know, there's a million different possibilities of how, but Wilcox has obviously been somewhat discredited. Once you start, like if me and you make an opinion, like we're going to be wrong on some opinions, we're going to be right on some opinions, right? We're just basically doing our own analysis and own research to come to a conclusion as our listeners should be doing too. Don't just take what we say as gospel. Like, we're just opening up conversational topics. As Kurt always says, we're questioning every narrative and we're trying to give you guys some information to make your own opinions and we're going to have our opinions. But when you start saying, when I start saying a source close to me who was very high up and next to Trump told me this, then I better be damn fucking right with what I'm about to say or predict, correct? Because once I don't, now you have to put into question everything I've ever said and how credible are my sources, right? Right. And do they have those sources, right? Because Alex Jones really says, sources? right. So Alex Jones says the same thing. Are they just saying this like the liberal media when they say an anonymous source said Trump banged some stripper in Russia? Right. Is that what they use? Is anonymous just like- sources are usually not real. They usually don't exist, right? right? Like they're usually made up to sound more credible. So you think, Kurt, you think the aliens thing, why do you think they released the aliens thing now? Uh, that I, I don't know. Cause it's been out for years. Right, We've all seen it every, so it wasn't any kind of shock to where everyone's like, Oh my God, there's really aliens. Cause everybody, I mean, you did it. see hundreds of thousands of people retweet it because we do live in a bit of an echo chamber. You have to remember, I bet you your wife hadn't seen it. I bet uh, you yeah. your friends haven't seen it. So we look at our world that we live in going, yeah, no shit. Just like if someone was like, now, you believe P- 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 Podesta is a bad part. Like, yeah, no shit. But the rest of the world doesn't know that. Now, this ties into basically everything. (laughs) Depending on how you believe spiritually, this ties in. Okay. All right. So so if this this darkness happens and the world changes and we change frequency, right? And we're all, we get into this state of a meditative state and now we're at a higher, we're higher level beings. The, it would expose alien existence because now we're entering closer to that frequency. So 
really, if you think about it, what would come out of everything that's going on with Q and uh, basically the whole planet? We were basically getting rid of evil to the point where everyone's on this positive vibe, meditation. It's not about corruption anymore. We're basically reaching our utopia level that we've been striving for. And it all goes back to a higher power, a source, how, whatever you want to call it, but it would tie into aliens. And maybe this is the start of them basically saying, yes, these exist, and they're slowly starting to get us used to it. So when we do reach that level of utopia, we're ready. That might be crazy. <laughs> I mean, no, I, I, think, I think you're assuming that that would have to have some sort of alien component to it, when in re- actuality, it could just have a religious component, which would make everyone realize there actually is a God. There actually is a higher right, power. And God is an alien, though. But God is an no, alien. No, I, I mean, God again, was these, never on Earth. God is an terms, alien. <laughs> these terms are loose because alien in and of itself does not mean what we believe it to mean, right? Alien, alien just means someone foreign. not from, yeah. Right. It just means foreign. Which right? God so, would be. Right. To, to some people. I mean, God wouldn't be foreign to those that are very religious. But I'm, I'm with, kind of with Bob on that where as far as I think God is source, which is frequency. Mm-hmm. And they have, oh man, I saw an amazing video where they showed a frequency starting life in like a test tube. So God could be considered frequency. I mean, and how I think many- that's, yeah, I think what it comes down to is higher power. Mm-hmm. And most people will will say they know what their higher power is, right? Whether it's God, right. whether even it's though they X, don't, whether know it's what aliens, it whether it's dead Satan, whatever it is. And again, like the thing, I don't think they're all mutually exclusive. I could think there could be a Christian God. There could be a you know, there could be Allah. There could be a, co- a computer simulation. There could be aliens. They could all exist. Who the fuck knows? And you basically go into the the parallel that you believe in. And we could all have multiple parallels that we end up in when we pass away or reincarnation. There's a million options. I don't think any one of them discredits the other is what I'm saying. Right. I agree. And I, everything, it's so interesting because our frequency is what, 432, Bob? Uh, I mean, you could say that that's considered like the God frequency or the frequency right. of nature. Like we yeah. could literally be living with other beings and not know it under a different frequency. Right. And, and that's that what I a lot agree of this, with. That right, and that's what a lot of this meditation is changing your frequency out of body experiences. And when Getting you visit the universe, yeah. right. And when you're visiting other planets, let's say through meditation, like or DMT yeah. trips or ayahuasca right. trips. That's where you're going. And I agree with what Bob was saying with the other dimensions. I think all of that is something. So it's I don't like, think you know, are it. these physical beings? Are they metaphysical beings? Are they from a different planet in I our think, solar system? Are they from a lower dimension? I'm more along the lines of lower dimension, lower frequency. Because if we think that these lizard people or whatever you want to call them are energy drainers, energy extractors, which mm-hmm. is what I think they are, right. that they're trying to keep us at a lower frequency. And that's how we're able to, they're able to manifest and able to survive. So when you talk about how, you know, we're in a, an awakening state and awake of a higher frequency, to me, I think that's a danger to them. And that could be a possibility why they keep creeping out. And, and no, you notice how we always talk about an entertainment. You notice how it's getting less like, um, metaphorical and more like uh, right in your face with a lot of these references like in music you're seeing more more like blatant 
uh, demonic visual references rather than even if you look back 10, 15 years I ago. I think you even brought up the, uh, I think you even brought up the repetitiveness, right? Like it's all about the hook now. Like it's a dumbed down version. Yeah. I mean, that, that that's, to me, that's, that's part of it is, is like the trance state. The transient state is, is to get them into that repetitive, like hook kind of nature. Um, you, I don't know if you got, I mean, I'm sure you guys notice this in pop music. The lyrics are just becoming more and more oh, dumbed down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, like, I think, I think Kurt and I agree about a lot of this stuff. I think we just kind of disagree as far as like the source or like where it comes from. Or, I mean, but I feel like aliens exist. Do you think the, the, what's your alien firm form of lizard people, green man, big eye, like anything along those lines, anything that if it showed up in your front lawn, not foreign, like the term alien. If one of those things that Kurt's describing as an alien showed up in your front lawn, like you'd bug the fuck out. Do you think so like, those like things a, exist like a slithery thing from like, like the an movie alien, an alien? It could be no. a fucking pretty cute thing, like fucking something from Star Wars, you know, like, oh, it could be baby, I, I hope baby those Yoda. Exist. It could be baby, baby Yoda. Like, can I, can I pick which kind of alien I would want? Sure. Pick I would alien. want like want the alien Yoda? from like Mars attacks. That's oh, kind of, with the big okay. head. Yeah. Cool. I would cool. want those to exist. So, so when, if, if we're talking about that guy, what do you think the odds are that something like him or anything remotely close to him exists? Five percent. You have you know 5%? why? Here's <laughs> why. Here's why. Because five percent. See, that's where I get confused. Because yeah, that that makes no. What sense. do you think space is like? It's so gigantic. Do you think it just ends somewhere and there's nothing? Or I think space. that's where I get confused. Space is fake. What are all the drawings and on the fucking hieroglyphics in Egypt and in the tombs from thousands of years ago where they all have aliens and reptile kings on them? What are those? Fake. <laughs> Every drawing that they have is of like a okay. Bird. You want you want to know why the psyop is working? Because baby we're talking real? we're talking about this instead of this a global everything. digital surveillance no, state. Kurt took us on this. I was just yeah, about to come on. Okay, yeah. here's why. How many here's times why. can we talk about Corona? Well, here's the thing. And I was thinking about this last night. If I was in some isolated tribe, right, like that that was cut off from mankind, and I saw a plane I'm fly. Like you are. Right? <laughs> and I saw a plane <laughs> fly over the sky. What would I immediately think? Dragon. Alien. <laughs> Whatever. Alien. This, that, the UFO. other. UFO. So it could have been where there was a technology, like there were certain. When, co- when, 200,000 years ago? Come on. Well, there were certain civilizations in, in any situation. They're always like. Planes? They couldn't even fucking build a wheel. Yo. Okay. So, okay. So you had, you had pyramids on every single continent. Right. You had exactly. helicopter aliens. landing. <laughs> aliens. No, aliens. I would, I, I would tell you, <laughs> I would tell you more along the lines of we are not at like the peak Alone. of technology. <laughs> Okay, no, I've said this I'm with multiple you on times. This. Right, I agree with you. I agree with I, you. I on. feel like at one point before are, the Great I think Flood, it's being hidden from us. It's being hidden from us. We are at the peak of technology, but we don't see it. Well, uh, possibly, but I uh, honestly, I think before the Great Flood, there was a civilization that was more advanced. So just like with today, so imagine this: you're in the dark times, you're in the dark caves, or you're in a, you're in a small tribe, and a helicopter or some type of flying device lands in your area and they teach you their ways. They teach you their technology. Okay. That's the same thing as me going to a small tribe and showing you got showing them like an iPhone or showing them like, like, like a a cell tower, like whatever it is. So that, so they may think we're from another planet. Right. You know what I'm saying? But no, we're not. Where do those people go? Where do what people go? 
the people that were there in the tombs that they were drawing pictures of the UFOs and planes and aliens. Like, so to me, I, you know, it's similar to where if we had like a great flood now, right? So like we talk about deep underground military bases, right? Uh, if there was any type of cataclysmic event, whether a nuclear, whatever, whether it's a comet, nuclear war, um, who's going to be saved? The elite, right? They're going to go underground. They're going to be protected from it. And and ho- yeah, hopefully <laughs> us three. And then we're going to pop back up and and re almost restart yeah Yeah. so i think that happened that's what i think happened but i don't like what you're saying i agree with there could have been an advanced civilization before us and then the flood took it out and whatever happened but i still don't think that discredits aliens because this all started somewhere and these past humans got stuff from somewhere right and when you said with the lizard people i agree with but you got to remember there's probably millions of different species of aliens i feel like somehow we're almost like the protected beings and we're the babies of the group and they protect us and they uh, hide stuff from us. Like, I, I don't know what's going on. I mean, but there is you- another philosophy that there's multiple levels of gods and we are actually our own gods living on a planet. You know, like we're all individual little little gods on some level. And there are things above us, you know, that are basically have uh, governors. Honest. That's what you're talking about, Kurt. Like when you put a governor on the car. Right. Like where it can't the go gland. faster than 70 miles per hour. That's our brains and that's our our vision of what's really going on. Like we're governored. We're right. Well, that's why we talk about being calcified. Like right. we're exactly. But that's the, see, my old, the reason I'm on Kurt's side with this is because it's like you believe everything. Who the fuck's doing <laughs> that too? Who the fuck's doing it? Like we, we already have this world. We're not in a tribe in a woods. We can see our whole world. So the only thing that would give you credit, Bob. The reason the tribe analogy works is because those people can't get outside the woods, right? They don't have the technology or anywhere to go see what's going on a million miles, a half, a half, a thousand miles from them or whatever. But we already have the whole world. So to, I do believe that your analogy is correct, Bob, but I think the tribe is the world. And in order to get outside, like who could be controlling this world that's, they can't be on this world. That's what opens credence to Kurt's thing that there's people in space. And our world is our own little anthill and our own little tribe that we're trapped within on Earth. Yeah, and even the Van Earth. Allen belt, right? Like, what are the odds we have a radiation belt covering the entire planet so that we can't get through? And this is the reason what we're talking about is the 5% or maybe even more that I actually am not 100% opposed to the Eddie Bravo flat Earth firmament thing because i do believe a lot that there are people above us aliens outside of this planet that are basically we're test subjects that's what we are basically like they're they're basically watching a reality show and running tests on us like you know let's throw this in there and see how they react to this and let's throw a pandemic in there and see what this does so that's part of the whole thing like i do believe we could be in a fucking dome and it could be a flat earth and we so might talk, be in a little Yeah, you said about the Van Van Allen radiation belt. Did you see, have you ever looked inside of the spacecraft that was used to get to the moon? Oh yeah, and it was like a it was piece of paper. Yeah, it was like yeah, it tin like foil. Like and how like Buzz Algren basically knew nothing about the like he was asked about the Van Allen radiation belt and he was like very just very inconclusive and and mm-hmm. almost shushed off the question for sure. Yeah, absolutely was not an expert. You'd think that would be the one thing that you would be yeah, absolutely sent to the moon. You'd want to know how you're protected from yeah right. When, so, when, when Kurt knows more than you about that, you probably shouldn't be flying to the moon. Yeah, what the fuck? Exactly. I should be on the moon. 
so I look at I look at some of these names attached to it, like like Operation Paperclips, and you know, and I do mention Tom DeLong because he's part of the disclosure, and he is a Freemason. You know, Tom DeLong, the former lead singer of Blink One Eight Two, and you look at John Podesta, he's big into aliens. Walt Disney, uh, Mason, big into aliens. NASA, Nazi scientists big into aliens so all the people that you're attaching yourself to or star wars like i mean all this shit it it tries to make you think that you're a little blip on the radar and that you're unimportant and you know there's you're just a little speck in a in a sea of nothingness and to me that's kind of a dystopian way to to think about everything that rather than thinking you know and and so i just moralizing it would lead you to not buck back against the system the more nothing you believe you are i don't think that's I don't think that's correct either. Uh, I get what you're saying, but that's to say everyone that believes in aliens just believes they're just yeah, a nothing. The counterpoint right? is the yeah. counterpoint is me and Kurt believe in aliens, and we believe we're powerful. And you know, if anything, if we do believe in aliens and stuff like that, it did discredit like the fear of death. If we believe we're going to get reprogrammed or started over or whatever, the, or our consciousness is going to be adapted into a new body or form, like a lot of the people talk about with these aliens then it would actually give you a sense of complete empowerment where you're not afraid of death. You're not afraid of authority and you don't give a fuck, you know? So there is two sides to it. The other real quick, the other side of it to me is, um, and we talk about this before, if, if the goal is to get to a one world government, we do need to mention project blue beam a little bit. And it has become, uh, very prevalent in conversation even recently, which is the fake alien, uh, invasion in order to usher in the, uh, one world government so like the reference to the movie independence day what happens alien invasion the whole world comes together yay you know w- now we have a one world government because we've just you know attacked and destroyed it's an outside force not us versus each other right? right right and so it sounds all great and benevolent but realistically this is yeah, another no. way to rile everybody up. Out, right for control yeah. right so, so i think i think it can go in either direction um I, we don't know the answer obviously as bob would say uh you know where's the sauce Right. Sauce. <laughs> so, yeah, but I feel like you would just discredit any sauce that would come about. Well, no, right? yeah, that's the thing. Like, like what's what would be the sauce that would get? Yeah, what you do you in? need, Bob? What do you I need? need? I need a an ungrainy video of an alien onboarding an un, un, a, 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 a flying saucer. That's literally you need it that extreme. That's like someone saying, <laughs> I need, "Yeah, I need, need a crash." In jail. Yeah, you don't think they have technology that could wipe the energy from your phones and stuff, so you can't record? Like yeah, they the travel gazillions are, of light years. <laughs> if we are an inferior being, right? So look at the aliens as being the three of us and Kurt's five-year-old son as being the world, right? Like we could make that kid believe whatever we want him to believe. If we control, if we school him at home, control his <clears throat> technology, control his thought process and control his education. So if Kurt's right, that there are these beings more powerful than us, you're probably not going to see a slithering thing in your front lawn because they would keep that from you or use that light from Men in Black where they just delete your fucking memory. I think it has to do with the bloodlines that have been controlling operations for the last, geez, thousands of years. They've been in control for a long time. They control all the narratives. They control the power. They control the banking system. They control what we think. They control how we think. That's my philosophy, that they are actually lizard people and aliens. I'm between you and Kurt. I actually believe that the Ross, uh, Rothschild and Rockefellers and Clinton, like these people are lizard people. Like they're not real people. That's why they do all these adrenochrome ceremonies and they're okay raping kids and raping children 
and they could still have their own kids and children where people are like, how could you do this? How could you have dogs and kill dogs? How can you have kids and drink adrenochrome? Because if you're totally desensitized to these things as not people or pets, just entities to keep up a facade, then that would make sense why these fucking elite motherfuckers do these Podesta-like torture videos and ceremonies and adrenochrome because they but don't even know, look at us as their species. But they you know what else makes sense? We look at fish. If, you are, if you are the Antichrist or you don't believe that there is a God and you, you believe that you are God-like, okay, you don't need to be an alien in order to think that people are below you. If you're part of these 13 bloodlines, then you just look at civilization right. as ants and below and you. And that's why I agree with both of you. You're yeah. Both, yeah, but aren't these bloodlines right. pawns? Couldn't they just be pawns they for could the higher be. power that gets promised? Listen, we'll set you up. Just push what we want you to push, which is... And we'll make you one of us. Why does everyone default to just negative attitudes, right? I would say 90% of the people automatically default to the negative, right? It's just right. easier. Right. Like, how do you know this isn't all part of like that? Like, if there's a knock at your... And think about it. Think about it from 50 years ago to today, right? Like, I guarantee you if there was a knock at grandma's door, Right. 50 years ago, it would be like, oh, who's coming to visit us, right? Like, that would be the first thought, right? Like, if there's a knock <laughs> that's, at our that's, door. That's, cra- that's so funny. Yeah, I agree. True, right? Like, you see, oh, who's this? It must be someone from the neighborhood with cookies. If it's someone knocks at our door right now, <laughs> who the fuck is going to well, it's so true. It has to do with the content we've been putting out the last couple of years. <laughs> but it's like true though, right? Like if anyone gets a phone call from a number that they don't know, it's like, oh, fuck, who is this? Right. Like Kurt said, like we've been programmed to be scared and fearful and negativity and negativity when even just 50 years ago, I don't think it was like that. But I do think I do think there are levels and I have a bat by my front door, by the way, in case someone knocks at my door. Oh, I thought you meant an actual bat. I'm like, what the fuck? Like a bat, not like a fucking coronavirus. No, I do think there's as far as the spiritual aspect levels. Right. So that's why I think we're so protected. And you see it in different humans where they're at spiritually, right? You see the mm-hmm. people that are just brain dead that just walk through the earth for 80 years and just die doing nothing, accomplishing nothing, going nowhere spiritually, who are almost early souls to maybe someone that's more acknowledgeable. Like that, you, Kurt, before right, me and Bob. To someone to me that transurfs and meditates and gets in touch spiritually yeah. with other frequencies, let's say. See how he slide, Bob? Did you catch that? How he just slid in that he's a trans surfer. Yes, well, I I'm did. a remote viewer yeah. too. But. Yeah, that he's just sliding in casually that he's a dimension jumper. Right. Well, I'm not an expert yet, but I do uh, work towards no. it, right? I oh, spend okay. years and years working it's at like it. It's like a muscle. It really it's like a spiritual muscle is what he's talking about. Right. That's yeah, what I'm trying to say. So I almost feel like we're the You're babies. To being a transgender than you are a trans surfer. <laughs> I would disagree. Okay. No, I would and disagree that is with not that. Debatable. No. <laughs> I'm all alpha. So I almost feel like that's what this is. We're the baby civilization in the the cosmos, right? We're protected. It's up to us to grow spiritually to advance to the next level. And if you don't, you just get reincarnated, live in fucking bumblefuck Nebraska, and you just go about your life drinking oh beer God. and farming, we and then you die. Nebraska, Kurt. No, we I love Nebraska. It just cost us like six listeners. No, Nebraska is actually pretty nice. I like Nebraska. I, like Nebraska. I think we're yeah. big fans. Of Nebraska but I'm here. just saying, like, I just that's what, how I, I view you. this. I agree, I agree with you. So, so I mean, listen, it's also very possible, which is the thing that I like to think about, that all these things exist. 
right? Like every, like Bob's right, Kurt's right, Christians are right, Satanists are right. And there's this big battle going on out there between God and Satan and an alien. And I like to look at it as like the fucking, you know, the final Avengers, right? Like where everyone's going and everyone trying to take control of our little minds. And we're just pawns in a big global monster alien creation thing that's going on out there that's trying to fuck with us how there's good good aliens and bad aliens or maybe the good aliens is a form of god and the bad aliens are a form of satan and there is a battle taking place where they're all trying to win uh our souls or our brains or our our freedom but, but real quick before we move on to quick, exciting just, stuff like corona dra- we yeah, just yeah, drag us 37 minutes and 37 seconds <laughs> but just and real quick after saying this, just, this, this just proved up. this literally just proved why I think this is a psyop. We spent 37 <laughs> minutes talking about this shit, but real right. quick. And, and think about it, Bobby, the dumbest person amongst us is the one who dragged our intelligent asses into it. So it shows. Well, how powerful like, I feel it. like I'm on a lower dimension right now. Yeah. Like I'm literally want to kill myself. Right you guys are nuts. We've done like 75 episodes. By I got way, to I talk alien say, twice. I know. I shouldn't say that because in case I get suicided, I don't want to kill myself. That was a joke. Yeah, I'll, try, I'll play that drop on the first episode <laughs> when you're gone. I just, Bob, I just gave the psyop the fucking audio clip he needs. To fucking, to but totally just, fucking, when the Clintons get me, I'm fucking done now because Kurt's going to play the clip. Before we wrap up part one of Aliens, I just want to ask Bob one thing. What he feels about the moon. Like, what do you think the moon is? No, but then we could go to Corona. I know what he's doing here, Bob. No, you I just, I just, I know what you're doing. You do what you do. We just said it in the pre-show. You said you, in the pre-show, you just said, cause we said, we're not going to prep for this episode. And this is what happens when we just free flow it. Fucking jerk off takes control of it. I, I never. And in the pre-show, we started talking and then you stop. I asked Bob a question. And you stopped me. Because you said, you know what happens whenever you ask Bob a simple question, <laughs> it's going to dovetail into an hour. And now you just said one final thing, yeah. Bob. I mean, we could, the moon. we could talk, we could <laughs> yeah, talk about the moon for 45 minutes. And, and yeah, I could, you and will, I could tell, then let's do it. We're no, already here. No, no, no. Here's, here's what I, I knew this was going to happen. I knew I was going to get blindsided. <laughs> With alien questions, you know, like, like I knew this was going to happen. Kurt has a whole wall of just like information and talking points right now. I cross them out as I get through them. Always funny. And he's sitting there like with this evil Mr. Burns look like, ha I got that one. I was, right, I, was, see if I, can get I was wondering why he was so eager to do a podcast today. <laughs> Golly. Can we talk about He was eager else? to do no prep too. You notice that? He's like, let's just turn the mics on. Fucking deceptive fuck. We'll find out about what Bob thinks about the moon on the next No Mercy Part two. Part two of 46. So, so, by the way, uh, let me cross out my list here. Aliens. All right. (laughs) So, I don't know if you guys know. I want to talk about the monkey thing too, Bob. So, remind me of that. But um, I want to throw this in. These aren't aliens. I (laughs) I am actually in the process of practicing to become a pothead. Bobby, okay. I don't know if you're aware of this. Like, this you know, is, I have some edibles. This is where I can help you. Right. This is where you can help me substantially. So, And it's all medicinal, too. So it's good shit. And I am not a pothead, for anyone who knows. Uh, I do adult drugs. I don't do kitty drugs. So this is different for me because I've always been a lightweight with weed. I've never been good at it. I just always get stoned first. And you know I'm very alpha and opinionated. And my friends love it when they get me high because it's the one time I'm vulnerable in beta. Right. Like I just giggle like an idiot and don't defend myself or any of my points. 
So I'm practicing. And the reason I'm practicing, Bob, is because I'm doing what I tell everyone else to do, right? A goal without a plan is a wish, right? Mm -hmm. So if my goal is to be, you know, have millions hear our voices and, you know, build this epic empire that's going to be, you know, involve conspiracies and we're going to have all this information and everything. What I realized is almost everyone in this community is a pothead, right? And even if you talk about Joe Rogan, right? Like if I were on Joe Rogan's show, I can't go hang out with Rogan and not smoke weed. So I want to build up my tolerance so that if I do get to the, that point, plus I have done a lot of research on it and it is Side effects are very limited. It is very enlightening, right? Most people come up with their best ideas when they're stoned. So mm-hmm. I'm like, let me get more in touch with my community and become a pothead. And I'm failing miserably, Bob, because every night I eat too many gummies. Well, there you go. Because because <laughs> I, I have every so- night I fucking eat too many gummies. So the gummies, you got to be careful because first of all, they're very psychotropic. Secondly. It's one of those things where everybody's made this mistake that's ever taken edibles. You take an edible and then you're like, this shit isn't working. At 45 minutes, I did another one and then I'm like, whoa. Right. And then you're, you're, I'm calling my friend in Colorado saying, dude, uh, please talk me down off a cliff. And then I'm on the phone with my cousin at 630 in the morning as the sun is out for the seventh hour of talking about something I don't even remember the next day. Which I think we I started have. seven businesses that night on the phone. God, <laughs> like, I was, you were drunk. I was stoned. You were stoned on top. I was like, Bob, this is great. I love being stoned. But then the next day I was dead. So what what type of advice do you need? Like what type do you need to smoke? What do you need to smoke I don't know. Out? Like, like, how do I get better at this? Like I'm trying to do it every day. Like I'm practicing and people are laughing. Like I just want to build a tolerance to weed. Right. Um, I think you'd like, probably... Will I, be able to, will I be able to build a smoking weed tolerance by eating weed. Yes, absolutely you could. Um, the, but the other thing is like, I mean, are you trying to smoke to get fucked up? Are you trying to smoke to... I mean, um, I, you know what happened? I I actually, about a week or two ago, was like, hey, let me get some weed, mm-hmm. right? Like, fuck it, right? And I actually had, I found this sweet spot, which I have not been able to replicate yet, of like three or four shots of tequila and a gummy. Oh, sure. And whatever it was... It was just the sweet spot. Sure. Like I was locked in. I wrote a business plan. Like I, I was so there. Hyper, like a little cocktail, bro. It was like it was like the limitless pill. Yeah, yeah, like it was perfect. And then since then, I've just not had the right combination. I keep getting all fucked up. So if you find somebody, and you know, you may want to look to like a, a sativa strand because that's more like the uplifting, like cerebral type. Um, indica is more like a sedating, like relaxing. So, I mean, like you could use like the indica if you're maybe like on edge and the sativa or the sativa if you're on like a rabbit hole, like if you're doing like a Billie Eilish thread, you know, and you need like something to just kind of get your brain power going. Um, there's also like hybrids and stuff like that. I go more of the sativa because I like the cerebral stuff. Yeah, it makes me tired, all this stuff. Though. I've, weed, weed gets me tired. I just want to fucking go to sleep and eat. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, it just depends, you know, what kind of strand that you're looking for. And and, and you, you kind of want to mix and match until, you, like you said, find the right cocktail. Personally, I don't like smoking it that much just because, you know, I'm in the music industry. And like, I noticed that, like, I don't have as much lung capacity and when I'm smoking. So I, I yeah, I prefer edibles for the most part. That's just yeah, me. I like them either because I've always felt like at the times I have done it, edibles give me more of a body high yeah. and don't fuck head as much which i like as yeah. so i i guess the long story short is just go back to adult drugs yeah right? yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah it's not for, i mean dude i'll be honest with you it's not for everybody too you know yeah. uh, I, i'm like, gonna make plus mine is like 70 percent cbd too so like it has a lot of uh medicinal benefits to it as well so yeah. but, also uh from a recent post when i posted a picture of the white claws i know a lot of you have been coming out saying 
Tommy, why do you have White Claw in your fridge when you told us there's drugs in White Claw? First of all, if there were drugs in White Claw, and I knew that for a fact, and they were good drugs, I would buy all of it. But the uh, the thing about it is I've always told you guys, White Claw's for the guests. White Claw's for if anyone comes over, if I have a little fun, little party breaks out, quarantine ends, got to stay stocked up. So, uh, no, I do not drink the White Claws myself. And then uh, the Alyssa Milano fight, we'll touch on that real quick. I had a war with Alyssa Milano. You guys should check that out, Bob. What was your take on the uh, – actually, Kurt, let me ask you. You haven't spoken in a second. What was your take we on the Alyssa We stopped Milano? alien talk for this shit. Yes, and we're going to get to the monkeys and stuff. <laughs> we're going to get the – I want to – I don't know. You guys are obsessed with her. I think she's shit. I was never – I always thought she was shit. You could just tell when someone's a shitty person. I don't know why. She always rubbed me the wrong way, even during her semi-hot days caused me to rub myself the right way but i feel like this is the type of person you just have to ignore like the the right always just gets so enamored with like idiots from the left like you're never gonna sway Alyssa milano to open her eyes so why even bother just let her talk shit to her audience get her thousands of likes and move on it was fun to smack her around a little bit i did enjoy it so bob did what she do you block you about? Well, no, she didn't. Podesta blocked me. Kathy Griffin blocked well, me. Well, you got to respect her for that, then. I, right? I do. Honestly, it sounds bad, but you know, I, I do. Listen, like, she's on it, my team. Someone was like, "Why did uh, why did uh, Podesta block you?" I was like, "Well, maybe it was <laughs> sending twenty five hundred people, <clears throat> excuse me, to his page to post pedophile gifts." I mean, that might have. I, I think I was warranted, John. John, I'm okay with that block. Kathy Griffin's a, a pussy, and got to respect Alyssa a little for not blocking me. Yeah, like the thing is with, with, with Alyssa, and I agree. I mean, you could say like, you know, ignore her. But the fact of the matter is she basically started a movement and she put, you know, K- J- uh, Kavanaugh on a witch hunt. She was in the courtroom, you know, believe all women, hashtag me too, Kavanaugh, get him out. And then her tone completely changed, you know, now that Joe Biden has an allegation against him. It, it, it's the hypocrisy. And the other thing about yeah, it, the whole left is hypocrisy, right? They always You got to point it out. And having a platform right like she wouldn't have responded to you kurt right well, i got i right? got like, that's maybe. a nice thing if, if you pick at them they may respond to you and then you could bring all her people because now her people saw my tweets because so here's what happens instead of a bunch of people commenting on Alyssa milano saying oh uh thank you so much i have a, you know this mm. oh. now you're hearing like oh we know who you are you're married to dave bulgari or whatever this right. name was the caa agent we know all about you you know we know about uh, you know, you're a hypocrite. Like you said this about Kavanaugh, you know, so now like the tone has changed about Alyssa Milano. I think we need to expose these people. I really do. And the, beauty do of it is, the beauty of it is, Bob, when I didn't go at her and she did respond and I did curb stomp her on the way out. When that happened, I was able to post that on my Instagram story, right? Like, Hey, look at this. And then a lot of people came to me going, Oh God, why Alyssa? And I was like, Oh, you didn't realize she just turned on Biden, turned on the me too movement for, Bi- Oh wait, I didn't even realize that, you know? So it's not trying to turn Alyssa, Kurt. It's trying to bring attention to Alyssa so that you could turn. No, but you, you got to remember, support. I'm a trans surfer. You so are a transgender. When you that. feed into that, that's a pendulum and you're just feeding into the negative energy. I'm way different than you, my man. I don't is feed on you, it. Is that what you, your transgender community believes? Not transgender, trans uh-huh. surfing. So you're transgender. No, but you switch. want. What? what? So was it this right. trans surfing? Is there like a membership or like a place y'all you know, yeah, meet I mean, to I like surf together? In. Yeah, yeah the bathrooms with a glory hole at the rest stop. <laughs> but it's more, it, it just makes sense. Like you just give in to this negative ball of energy and now you're both. Okay, Would do you, you agree that trans surfers 
if you shortened it, would just go by trans. We go by surfers. So you're trannies. Surfers. We don't use the tran part. Eh, well, you're not a surfer because you're not on a board in the ocean. So you're more trans. Well, I'm on so the coast. Just go by trans. But no, that's why I don't. I think, aren't you at the end of LGBTQ? Is it like LGBTQ TS? Y'all are the TS uh, at the end of it? <laughs> trans surfer. <laughs> it could be. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, I mean, think about it. If you do look at it, Kurt, most of the people who are leading that movement are transgender. And what you're saying, your name is very similar to theirs. So we'll just write this in. Kurt is transgender. I will try and get a clip for this, Kurt, for you to play for the next podcast. Thank you. And we will keep going on the next topic Bob would like to speak on. So, Bob, the floor is Monkeys. One of the big things we talk about is information warfare and digital foot soldiers. This is information warfare. So when we do this with Al- with no with Alyssa Milano and shit like that, it's oh, not that we're feeding into the negative energy. It's the fact that we're on a we're on a war path for the minds of really civilization. Because if if we allow these people to win and to have their platform without getting exposed, then then our movement has no meaning. But if we implement the skills that we have, it's almost like an exorcism. That's the way I look at it. It's a digital exorcism. So when we expose them, then it's almost like releasing the negative energy and, and that you're talking about and not letting it infiltrate us. So right. that, that that's the way I look at it. You know? yeah, yeah, it's all perspective. That's your perspective. I, I agree. But at the same time, over the next however many months, three, four months, this warfare is about to get very dirty. To the point where guys like you won't be on Twitter anymore. So does that ever whoa, whoa. affect? <laughs> I mean, he's got a point. He's got does a point. Does that ever affect how you tweet or who you go after or what you do? Well, we we talk about the Streisand effect a lot, where you know a lot of times you get banned and suspended, and they try you know they try to uh, you know demonetize you, you deplatform you, and what happens? It just builds your brand, builds your brand. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. For me, for me, I don't. Um, I don't try to censor anything, as you guys have realized, from uh, I'm going to say whatever the fuck I want perspective. I will censor Bobby sometimes, which he gets very upset about when I'll be like, <laughs> hey, maybe like don't go at Sather, you know, like he's on our team, you know, like things like that. Like I'll, I'll try to censor Bob in those perspectives, uh, respects. But as far as like say whatever the fuck you want to the enemy, I think we should go full on all in tag the enemy, like go at him because it goes back to what Bobby's frequency thing was earlier. And this is biblical also, because I've noticed this from speaking to a lot of the new followers I have that are very religious, where they say, Tommy, don't worry if you have the Lord and if you're praying and you, you know, do all this stuff right, you're more powerful than them. They can't do anything to you. Like they can't hurt you because you're almost on a higher frequency, right? Like they need kind of like to kind of merge the two analogies. Bobby, you're saying that they need to bring us down to their frequency to battle fairly, right? If we get too high, they can't control us. And the Bible and a lot of my more religious followers are saying, hey, if you have God on your side, God's more powerful than the devil, so they can't hurt us. So it's really the same thing, the same analogy of believe in your cause, go all in 100% on your cause. If they take away your Twitter, start a YouTube. If they take away your YouTube, start a website. Like No matter what it is, we're going to find a platform. People are going to find us. So just go all the way the fuck in because the second you start half-assing it, you're vulnerable. Good. Right, yeah. Bob? Yeah, I agree. I agree. I was just, I was kind of thinking about um, like what you're talking about with the different planes, and you know, like we, with reference to the devil, we talk about six, six, six. Well, the numbers associated with God, seven. 
So it's a higher, it's a higher elevation, right. 777, it's a higher plane. So um, there's even a good Pixie song. It says, if man is five, the devil is six. If the devil is six, God is seven. So if we're trying to operate on a higher plane and a higher frequency, the devil's trying to bring us down any, any way he possibly can. Whatever manifestation of the devil you want to you, you know, believe right. in. I don't think it matters, right? Right. I mean, it, we're yes. seeing it way too much. And we, we sit here and tweet about it on a daily basis, like, check out this Gaga video. Hey, check out this commercial. Check out this show on Netflix. I mean, it's, it's freaking everywhere. It's in your face. It's unavoidable. It's on kids' and shows. That's what, and that's what I've been saying for a long time along with you, Bob, that it doesn't matter. Some people will go, well, I don't believe any of that because I don't believe the devil exists. Well, you don't have to believe the devil exists to understand that people worship him. Right. Like, that's the whole, it doesn't matter if he exists or not. That's irrelevant. It's that there is some evil, whether it's Soros or whether it's the mainstream media or whether it's the devil or whether it's dark aliens, whatever it is, there's something out there that wants to weaken us, wants to control us with fear. We know fear is the best way to control people and control our thoughts so that they could bring us down to either their level or a lower level, but some level where they are above us, where they can then control us. It's been done through time. It's been done with the Nazis. It's been done with all the CIA projects. You have to dumb these people down. You have to turn them into a trans state, not transgender like Kurt, like a trans, transient state, and then you can control them. So whatever you believe that negative dark energy is, the devil or not, that's happening, and that's what we're trying to avoid. Bob, tell us about the monkey. Oh, <laughs> yeah. there's murder hornet. Tell us about the murder monkey. Okay. Who's this monkey? So Shannon Sharp, of all people, tweeted out about this video of this – it's in – I think it's in Thailand. Excuse me if I'm incorrect. Oh, so Matt, yeah. This monkey comes in on this teeny tiny little scooter, right? Just zips (laughs) in in this like back alleyway. He's driving it? He's driving it. No, I have not seen the video. So the monkey's driving this little scooter. That part of it's funny, okay? But <laughs> yeah. uh, I do want to say the beginning of it's funny. And I'm like, oh, look at this cute little monkey on a motorcycle. The monkey gets to this child sitting on like a, like a little stoop, grabs the child, and tries to literally drag the child off. It's crazy, Kurt. So it – just to make real? it more specific. No, no. It's real. It's a real – Mad Lab posted it too. There's just a couple of kids sitting on a bench, like little kids, like Miller, like small. And this monkey comes out of nowhere and just jumps off and then grabs the kid and drags, like runs away with the kid. Like as if it was like had a rope with the dragging the kid from behind. The kid's on the floor getting dragged and it's trying to run away with the kid. I mean, it makes sense, right? If you're going to do it. (laughs) It fell off because the shirt like ripped or whatever it was. And, you know, the kid went back to the bench. But I saw it initially and went, oh, that's fucking scary and funny. Like, what the fuck? Like, what's going on? And then Bob brought up the other point that it, he didn't even finish his sentence until I went, how did I not think of that? Go on, Bob. So there's a, there's a thing called a uh, well, thing, a type of monkey called a capuchin monkey, which is like the, like the kind of mo- uh, monkeys you see in all the movies. Like, and I used hangover two as a reference because it's a really good reference where the monkeys actually used in like drug trade. So these particular monkeys, they, they call them like nature's butlers or like they're called greyhound jockey monkeys where they're actually trained so they're like service animals that are used as like like similar to like a like a service dog or like a mobile assistance dog they're like little helpers yeah i just sent you the video Kurt. check your text so the these monkeys are trained and socialized and and, and it, it makes sense in the human trafficking industry right where if you train you can't arrest a monkey and give it life in prison for abducting a child Right. You can put a monkey down or whatever. So 
what better way to train these capuchin monkeys who are already like known as nature's butlers, the greyhound jockeys. They're also called the organ grinders. Uh, and they're yeah, also they're called really New World Order monkeys. And they're strong. They're strong enough to where they could carry off a child. Why not train them to do the bit job for you? And then you're just sitting in a damn van. And, and by the way, the price of a little motorized scooter what, is what, three to 500 bucks? But, you know, you can buy another motorized scooter, just ditch the scooter. Uh, bring the kid, the, you know, listen, these, these kids, um, it's the most expensive industry in the world, $40,000 a pop. Right. And like we said, what's difference between human trafficking and drug trafficking is that the drug is used once and it goes away. Right. We're in human trafficking. And I know this sounds really graphic, but the drug can be used over and over and over again. So you know, this video made so much sense to me. Like, and a lot of people are just like all laughing and like, look at this cute monkey. And I was sitting here like, holy shit, they're training monkeys to freaking abduct kids in Thailand right now, you know? And and, the, and then I was thinking about the hangover too. I was like, is all this shit like predictive programming for this stuff? Are they trying to like tell us like what their plan is? But they also call it, by the way, they call it a Biden monkey. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, but the little yeah. kid just gets up and walks back to the bench like nothing yeah, happened. Yeah, that's the only reason why anyone laughed at it, right? Because you're like, oh, the kid's okay. Now it's funny. Well, it probably it happens like every day. Monkey, it looks like the monkey's on like a string too or like a cord. Dude, yeah, it's like, the are we sure this isn't thing. a movie? It's the creepiest no, thing. No, because the guy Because even it. if you watch it, the cameraman knows where to go and he zooms in on the kids before. Let me see. Hold on. Like he goes to the kids and stops at the kids before the monkey is even on screen. It's like Whatever take it is. So let's say it's fake. Weird. Let's say it's, let's say by it's the way, fake. For anyone who wants to see it, just go to the search on Twitter and write monkey drags kid. And it'll pop <laughs> right up. I'm just saying, like, let's say it's fake, right? Let's, let's say, say it's, it's real. Right? If it's fake, it's useless, right? But let's say it's real. Well, if it's fake, your- it's not useless because you can still train. If you look at the strength of this yeah, monkey. Yeah, you're right. You could still train these these monkeys. Well, I'm going to give you another example of how this is used in real life. I don't know if anyone has seen the uh, the uh, newspaper clipping about the pigeons that were smuggling in drugs to prisons. Mm-hmm. Have you ever seen that? I don't know. It was very discreet. No, it, it was overseas. Sense. So what they were doing was there was a guy who was in prison. Who, this is the story that trained the pigeons the same way in Game of Thrones you'd train a raven, right? Like they used to do this with birds. They used to train the called carrier pigeons, right? They used to train a pigeon to bring mail or bring messages or things to avoid being intercepted. If you watch Game of Thrones, they used a raven. But they've trained birds to do that. So someone in the jail trained the pigeon to go to his friend's house who was a drug dealer, and then they put a backpack on the pigeon, and the pigeon flew into the jail – and he took the backpack and it was like 100 ecstasy pills in it, right? right? So, I mean, the things that you can do with animals are beyond conception. So if you can train a monkey, which is probably the smartest animal, right? Like it's the most comparable to humans. People even say we were monkeys at one point. If you can train a monkey to grab a child, I mean, you, you heard about the desert dingo or whatever that was in Australia, which, you know, Marina Abramovich oh, was the there. But that lady, baby. Yeah. that lady said the dingo to... I mean, you could train something to do that. Granted, that whole story might be a lie and it could have been a person, but you can train animals to do this type of shit for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it just yeah, it's, it, it set me down a rabbit hole yesterday. It was, it was very interesting because a monkey hole. <laughs> it did. It did. I was. I probably spent an hour researching uh, researching monkeys, capuchin monkeys. 
I learned a lot. Yeah, Rob's throwing throwing shit at the wall by the end of the night. <laughs> so what was that one? What'd you do that Nazi rabbit hole? What was that one weird Nazi one you went through and you got viruses and couldn't get on your computer oh, man. for four days? <laughs> I think it was uh, the one where the guy in the black suit showed up in the parking lot. I think I was prepping yeah. for the Nazi Antarctica uh, episode. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, that's what it got was. shut down. So. But yeah, yeah, that was an interesting one. But I mean, these are the monkeys like, you know, that you see like uh, in all the movies, like in, in, you know, like Friends, like Ross had a monkey outbreak. I mean, some of the smartest species and easily trainable. You know, if you can train a dog to do it. They're way smarter than Kurt and he's got a podcast. I mean, (laughs) fuck yeah, bro. It's my pod. Like we could easily replace Kurt with an orangutan. I don't even think we could train Kurt to ride a motorcycle. I don't think we, I think the (laughs) hardest thing would be to train Kurt to ride the scooter to pick up the kid, not to train the orangutan to do the podcast and watch a 30 minute video and pretend they're an expert on it. Like that would be much easier. Bro, my Um, videos are four hours long. (laughs) <laughs> sorry kurt i apologize so uh lisa bloom out there just to kind of dovetail back to the me too movement lisa bloom came out and fucking this girl's just a fucking idiot i mean she's an idiot for those that don't know lisa bloom was the attorney who basically got bill o'reilly just fucked in the ass like took him off everything for the sexual harassment shit and then she came out a lot of people don't know was a part of harvey weinstein's defense team so she made her name by shutting down bill o'reilly and her Twitter is all about like pro women's rights activist, you know, lawyer. And uh, then she took Harvey Weinstein's defense team. And when she did that, everyone was like, yo, what the fuck? Like you said, you're pro women's rights. And she said, as an attorney, you have to sometimes, you know, defend bad people. And her next move was to go out and tell everyone that Joe Biden's handsy. Like that was her thing. Like he's just handsy. It's Joe Biden. You know, we can't get too caught up in it. She said, I believe you, Tara Reid. You people, you people who remember you. You have people who remember you told them this decades ago, which sounds like she's siding with Tara. And then she goes, we know he is handsy, quotation marks. You're not asking for money. You've obviously struggled mightily with this. I still have to fight Trump, so I will still support Joe. But I believe you, and I'm sorry. And this is where we're talking about the hypocrisy of this fucking movement. I don't want anyone to think we don't credit survivors if you want you know whatever term you want to use for people who've been sexually harassed and raped and stuff like that of course we're sympathetic to that we're talking about the movements of fraud the movement was used to weaponize people so i just wanted to circle back to that right. before we get yeah and here real quick on that i i'm not left i'm not right i just stay in the middle for my own views like a trans transgender you play both sides there you go now if you're on the right <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a penis. I don't have a vagina. You know, I'm transgender. If you're on the right. I have why? A penis and a vagina. Bob, this is good for you because you're on the right. Why <laughs> would penis, you ever? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Why would you ever attack Joe Biden? Do you not want him to be the guy that goes against Trump? I agree. No, why it's the fuck really, would you attack him? It's a really good point. And just uh, zip at, the lip and let him just do whatever. Don't bring attention to it. I don't don't do cue drops. Let him run for president. No, as a matter of fact, after that, the video I made got out, I was sitting here thinking to myself, I was like, man, do I really like want to be attacking him right now? Or am I like feeding 300,000 views, Bob? That's that's big. That's a big number. It's a big number. And, um, you know, like that's why I haven't said much about the Tara Reid thing, because I'm sitting here like, okay. Because now even the left is commenting on it. And I'm sitting here oh, like, yeah. oh, it's like they're prepping this guy for failure. The, by the way, the CEO of the DNC got fired. Um, or I'm sorry, stepped down. 
Um, so that's an interesting little tidbit of information. And now your girl, who we've talked about before, uh, Michelle Obama, who a song is going to be coming out about her, which I may keep in in the uh, arsenal until it happens. They're saying, you know, they may wheel out Michelle Obama. They've talked about Hillary Clinton. And there's rumors that Barack Obama could possibly be running as a vice presidential candidate. I don't think a, you can. It's not allowed. Uh, yeah. There's no, some gray there's area prayer, there. Prayer. You can't be elected oh to a third term. But there's Could you imagine air. if Michelle or Michael, whatever you want to call her, and Barack ran together? Dude. Well, I mean, I, I'm still standing by the fact, but I do agree with you, Bob. That is out there. Kurt, there is a gray area. I don't think it would go through, but then again, you never know. There's no laws anymore. Everyone just does what they want. Um, look what's going on with the lockdown. But the thing for me is I agree with this, and I got to go find the clip of when I said this. It wasn't even on a conspiracy podcast. It was on a sports podcast that I did when I was talking to Rob about this like a year ago where I said, please, God, let it be Biden. And no one should attack him. If Biden wins, because they were make, declaring him the favorite a year ago, <clears throat> I was like, if he's the nominee, we walk into the White House. Like, so why would anyone want him out? He's a pedophile. He sniffs children. We didn't even know the Tara Reid shit back then. But I was like, this dude's, and he wasn't even full-blown dementia like he is now back then. But I was like, we want that. So I don't get it either. I, I don't understand it all. I've already put bets down for $1,000 at 20 to 1 and 35 to 1 odds of Hillary being either the VP or the nominee, you can get like 20 to one and 35 to one odds on those things. Not to mention, I put my biggest bet down on not Biden on a couple sites. I know bet online. I know an offshore had it. There's a couple sites out there. You got to dig. And I don't want to promote a site to tell you where to go because if a lot of these are, you know, offshore sites. So if they don't pay you, I don't want you blaming me, but just search that stuff on Google and you'll find sites that offer it. I don't think it plus I got eight to one on Biden not being the nominee. Like, that's almost free money for me. I think that should be a favorite. Is it so, still at 8-1? to 7-1 right now. Um, but, I mean, that's insane. Like, this dude is... We should be supporting him. Yes. With, like, when Trump was doing it, too. Trump was going out there talking about how they're derailing Bernie, they're derailing Bernie. Like, I thought Trump was trying to, like, push Bernie because he knew that was an auto win, right? And then when Biden won, I'm like, all right, to push Biden now. You know, like, because you could always turn and attack them. The bottom line is everyone's going to forget in four months what happened this month anyway. It's a 24-hour news cycle. So four months from now, they're not going to fucking care about any of this shit. Save it. Keep it in a holster. Let them go. Let them win. But doesn't like, this prove that, like, uh, Bernie's been paid off? Because all this is happening, and no one's mentioned Bernie's name once as either VP or he could replace if something happens. To, it's, he's gone. I think Bernie is like the Washington Generals. Like for those of you that know about the yeah, Harlem yeah. Globetrotters, like okay, when's the last? Time, you know, the Washington Generals get paid to lose, and uh, I think that's part of it. I mean, he got a, a nice little severance package. He gets his two- money every four years and goes away. Yeah. He knows what he's yeah, doing. He was the brokest senator four years ago, and now he's a multi. And they all say he's the laziest senator. Yeah, everyone is. But sad. he knows what he's doing. He collects his bribe every four years. I'm sure he'll run again in four years. I think, they tested it. I think they tested his little movement. Like, let's see if he could do what Ron Paul was starting to do with the Republicans. Let's see if he could rally a little movement and get the millennials, get them out to vote and whatever. And then they realized, no, no, this is going to fuck him back. We got to get this. Motherfucker. So why wouldn't Biden take him then? Because because that would be the worst, because those people don't vote. That's the thing. Like, what is that really the crowd you want? You want the millennials? And the brokest people in America voting for you, they don't vote. They don't show up at the polls. They just wear pins and fucking brag on Twitter. Like, none of these people vote. 
They don't go out when it's time to go out. They don't vote in the midterm elections. They won't vote for the presidential election. Well, and you don't want two old, like, crackly looking white people, you know, on yeah, your ticket. Yeah, too. Yeah. I love how they're like, we're not racist or sexist, but I'm definitely taking a woman. Yeah. It's like, well, then yeah. you're doing the exact same thing. You're saying, like, I am being sexist and racist yeah. right here because I think you're oh. so dumb that you need a woman. So I'm going to pick a woman, even if a man is more qualified. It's reverse racism. It's reverse it's sexism. all hypocritical on that side. It's unbelievable. And the, and the, and the doesn't even realize that by making a statement like that, that's the most racist, sexist thing you can say. The, maybe the second most. The worst is I would never take a woman because they're not smart. That's like completely sexist. The that's next word. That's what I would say. The ne- Kidding, ladies. I'm still single, by the way. The uh, next thing that would be bad is I'm taking a woman, even if they're not qualified. Like, they're the same thing. So I don't get it. But anyway, Bobby, you had some takes on the mayors and governors and shit. You were well, it, it all ties in because uh, part of the thing that that's really being politicized right now is is this pandemic. And I don't call it a pandemic. I call it a pandemic because it was a plan. And you're seeing it into uh, being worked into fruition now. And it's great in in a, in a certain sense because we're seeing that there's a correlation between uh, Democrat uh, leaders, mayors, and governors, and increased authoritarianism. Right? We saw the Chicago mayor saying she was going to arrest citizens. We saw the the uh, Michigan governor. We saw. Um, uh, uh, governors in Maine, all over the place, California, shutting down Orange County. And now we're seeing massive protests across the country, you know, wanting to open back up the country. So the 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 left wants to keep everything closed. For the most part, the right wants everything opened up, but with necessary precautions and you whatever the varying levels of precaution is, depending upon what area you're in. And, and the reason why they're doing it is, to, in my opinion, is to either hide Joe Biden, because like I said, if, if Trump gets his rallies like he did last last uh, in 2016, where he's flying everywhere all across the country doing his rallies. Well, if you have social distancing, you can't do that. You also can't have public debates. So they're they're pushing to keep everything closed all the way into the election so they can do mail in balloting or however they want to do to steal this election. And that's the only reason why I feel like they haven't completely hung Joe Biden yet is because if they could just keep everything closed and keep people away from each other. They can slide him in there with a good vice presidential candidate. And then, yeah, then kill him, you know, you're in. Right. But the thing is with Biden is he's part of the machine. So they just need a cog in the machine because he has connections to the CCP, Ukraine. We've already seen that with his son. So so his hands in, in deep, his hands in everywhere. So, um, you know, they just need him more as a as a figure and just to get him in there. It, it's like deja vu all over again, because we saw the same thing with Hillary Clinton. She was not healthy in 2016. And right. all, all they did was hide her from the public. But this this pandemic is a perfect way to keep everything closed, keep people away from each other and, um, you know, try to steal an election. I mean, it's just very coincidental that this is happening during an election year. But isn't it scary as to what could happen now? So say Trump wins. You really think the left is going to take it? Like, Kurt, they can't do anything. They're helpless. No, no, no. That's fine. They have to accept the results. The scary thing's going to be this. You see how much control they have, where all the Democratic states are, are shutting things down to 2021. When, what's up? They don't have control. Trump just gave them control. Trump exactly. said each state they want. And I think that's part of a Trump psyop on them. I think it's brilliant what he's doing. It's brilliant. Because they're enforcing unconstitutional laws, what they're doing. Right. So here's my thing. And Bobby, we've talked about this, how Trump's doing this, letting because Trump could just declare martial law if he wanted to. 
You know, I mean, everyone's like, no, he can't. Yes, you can. Like, he can't. There's ways that he could get that control and power in his family. Like, it's unco- no, no, they, he can't. Okay. But the thing about it is, I think what Trump's doing with Fauci, with Burks, and with letting all the states decide is he's taking all the blame off himself, right? Because when if this all blows up and the Dems end up getting what they want and we're in the November still in quarantine and football season's canceled and stores are still closed and everyone's going out of business and it's a ca- catastrophe, which is what they want. So playing 4D, 5D chess, however you want to look at it, Trump going, all right, I see what they're about to do. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to put the blame on Fauci, Burks, and the states. So I'm going to say, guys, I just listen to my advisors. I listen to Fauci. I listen to Burks. Here's some clips of Fauci and Burks. Here's Fauci saying I've done everything exactly that he asked. He got that on that one press conference, which was crucial for him. You know, he wanted that soundbite, right? And it's been played all over the internet. Here's Burks telling me this is going to happen. Here's the CDC. And then in the individual states, don't blame me. This is America. You guys call me, you know, Kim Jong Trump. And you keep saying I'm a communist and I'm a dictator and all this shit. I let the states do what they want. We have a constitution. Each state has its own set of rules and laws. You can smoke weed in one state. You can't in another state. The states controlled it. Blame the states. I was the one saying, let's open the fucking country back up. But I didn't force that down anyone's throats. And he has that out where he's actually having the left in Michigan aren't turning on Trump. They're turning on Whitmer. The right's turning on Whitmer. They all are, right, in different ways. The left is saying, control these fucking people protesting. This is fucking crazy. The right's saying, open our fucking country. So each state governor has issues going on, and it's really off Trump's back. The thing I got, I said to you in a text the other day where you said I was turning beta, Bob. I'll bring it up on the pod. <laughs> when I, I'll tee up for it. It's no mercy. No, I'm not yeah, hide sure, sure. I told you, and you're a pussy for waiting an hour and 20 minutes and not trying to murder me with this. So you're welcome, you puss. But I said, I don't like Candace Owens going out there and tweeting what she tweeted to get suspended. I am all I know she shouldn't have been suspended, blah, blah, blah. But I don't like that tweet. I don't like Trump doing what I think he's doing here, playing chess, and then going out and tweeting, rise up, Indiana, rise up, Michigan. Like, guys, liberate, liberate, liberate. Let themselves explode. Stay out of it. Once you start telling people, go open your businesses, go ignore the law, go now you're starting riots. That's what's going to happen. You're going to start riots because these people are going to go start, get arrested. And yes, it'll probably be good long term to get that out of the system. But guess who's going to get blamed for all that? Trump's going to get blamed for it all of it again. And then if this does keep going on and riots start, they're going to be like, this is because of Trump. This is why there's riots and your store just got broken into. And I think it's bad for November. Yeah, but you got to remember one thing. These people, you're looking at it as like a partisan view. But what you're forgetting is this is our livelihoods. I get so it. When we're shutting everything down, I yes, but they're going to anyway. You don't need Trump to go saying "raise up Minnesota." You don't need hey, Kansas. No, 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 not raise up, liberate. Very, very big difference. And and the thing is, is like what 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 Kurt is saying. We're not talking about blue or red. We're talking about green. So what we're seeing it. What what Candace Owens oh, was right. saying was hundreds of thousands of people Can going that line down, Bob? huh. Did you, write that? Did you have that? No, line that's prep? that sativa good. weed getting to work. It's it's in full <laughs> it's force kidding. right now. I'm on an elevator. Exactly it doesn't even matter at this point. Like, <laughs> right. the milligram. Oh, it. It. <laughs> it. 
But uh, you're talking about hundreds of thousands of you can't arrest hundreds of thousands of people who want to go back to work. We're not talking about rioting or looting. We're talking about opening business back up. And so now we're seeing videos of business owners getting like law abiding citizens getting dragged and the visual and the optics of that is unbelievable. And what we're trying to say is we don't want a police state. We don't want riots. We don't want you to come in and shut us down. Well, we're just trying to operate a hair salon or a restaurant or a tattoo parlor. And who the fuck are you to tell me my business is essential or not? You know, like, right. fuck you. I agree with all that. I yeah, agree with essential all that. to live. But I that's all that. divide and conquer, right? But, that's what they're doing. Yeah, go ahead. Right? I agree with all that. But you're fucking moronic to think you that we aren't going to overstep that line. If people said, go out and run your fucking business, that's it. Go run your fucking business. Let them arrest you. You're not doing anything wrong. Like, we will come to your defense. But now, all of a sudden, you see what all the videos are. And even I'm like, come on, guys. Like, 10,000 people rallied in one spot with no masks and no anything Fucking in the, like now you're just fucking setting us up. Now you're discrediting everything because every time I tell someone they should be able to open their nail salon, fuck you. You don't tell me where to operate. Then it's, oh, look, in fucking Brooklyn, 15,000 people. And in Michigan, 15,000 people went outside without masks, standing one feet from each other to protest. And then the first thing that happens yesterday, CDC numbers jumped from like, projected 70,000 deaths to projected 150,000. And now half the country's like, these motherfuckers don't have masks on. And even Republicans who are quarantining, who are against it, are going, dude, put a fucking mask on at least. You're going to spread this. So now when the second wave comes out that Bill Gates is going to drop in the sky with chemtrails and inject in our food, <laughs> it's everyone, you just gave them the out to blame Republican protesters instead of, them fucking saying we did our best. So I think you just handed them a mic drop on this. Can I can I say something about those chemtrails real quick? Oh did boy, you see no. remember those blue angels that flew over New York City and Washington DC? Mm-hmm. I think I think it's there's a possibility and this is just me talking. Oh, did you notice the trails on those planes? Oh boy. Okay, it wasn't just a contrail. It was a vapor trail. If you can't if these, mention chemtrails on this podcast. Yes, Go ahead. You can. <laughs> <laughs> like this is Bob aliens for anyone that doesn't know. Bro, okay, oh, yeah, because because I can prove chemtrails. You can't prove that a green little slimy <laughs> lizard. Like I have a video of John Brennan at the you know uh, what's a uh, hello. Where did he speak? Uh, wherever the fuck he spoke um, about you know stratospheric aerosol injections and shit. Uh, Council have on Foreign a picture Relations with an alien. <laughs> So, so these this blue angels flying over New York City, Washington D.C. with these trails, and I'm sitting here thinking, like, you know, if 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 chemtrails can be hurting us, can we also possibly spray some type of cure as well? Like, if we really think the Patriots are in control right now, is there a possible way that these blue angels who are doing, you know, I know they do the flyover and they're saying it's in support of the doctors and everything like that, but New York was one of the high, you know, is the highest affected. Uh, city really probably one of the highest as far as per capita in the entire world and these blue angels do a flyover i thought that was interesting um i mean it's it's a fair point like if listen for every uh, action there's an equal equal and opposite reaction right so if you're saying that these planes can drop poison into the sky they could also drop medicine into the sky that's all you're saying that's all i'm saying right just just, nothing, nothing crazy whatsoever yeah, it's just a, it's just something I saw, just a, just an observe, you know. And I was thinking, well, if we're really in control, we think it is what we, 
you know, what we really think it is, then it, they're using this, hey, we're, we're flying these planes over, you know. Nobody is in the streets at that time because everyone's in quarantine. Right. So, <laughs> wait, no, no, I'm not. But yeah, but do you know how, like, oxygen works, Kurt? Like, it can yeah, get. I, so you're just saying it's just floating and we're breathing it in. Do you know yeah, what the. In. Well, I'm with you. Lesa, you no, Kurt, I want you to Google the word. Uh, Google the word diffusion when you get off the podcast and learn about that. Okay. All right. I'm with you. You're not diffusing your penis to become a woman like the rest of your community. Listen, I'm not going to give in to your negative thought process, Tom. <laughs> Keep your frequency up, Kurt. Yeah, I'm keeping my frequency up. I'm not giving in to it. Keep your frequency up. You're not dragging me down with you. No, but I do. You know, Tommy, that is a really good point about the protesting and giving them ammunition. Got to be a great point. Yeah, it's a good point about giving them ammunition. But going back to business, going back to business, yeah, that needs to happen. And I think I think the thing is this, Bob. Like, and here's where you know we tend to um, separate a little bit from the rest of the world, like even the rest of the community. And I don't mean this in an arrogant way, but like me and Bobby have a lot of offline conversations, some of which Kurt are involved in, but usually hangs up when we start using big words. So what happens is. Some people in our own community are going to be the demise of our community, right? The credibility of our community, right? For instance, if you have people who are just pounding the ever-living shit out of the Q train, me and Bobby are big Q guys, right? Kurt, where do you fall on that? I follow the Q drops. Yeah, but you're not like a because big I want. Q guy. No, I stay in the middle because I want information from both sides and I want to hear both right. sides. I'm right. not saying so, it's not real. I'm not saying it is real. I like to see what comes out of the right. queue. Like I have the not, alerts. Right. Me and Bobby are big in the queue train, but we're also not the crazy, you know. Uh, right. The Antifa storm is here. Grab there your is popcorn. an Antifa queue, right? Like the queue's version of Antifa where it's 17 seconds and 45 minutes on this post and this one was this post and this means it's going to happen on May 3rd. Like those people are insane. They're just batshit. Like after the drops haven't released, I mean, there's been thousands of drops. Like there's been a lot of them which prove that Q is knowledgeable and whatever or whoever Q is does have some inside information and is something that needs to be listened to and taken into consideration. There's also, you're ignorant to say that there hasn't been things that were wrong in Q drops or that didn't happen. Correct, Bob? Is that a fair statement? Yes, it is a fair statement. And right. I've so, used this. And my point is, my point is, before I kick to you, no, so ahead. my point is here that we try to stay on a side, but open to the other side, right? So we never try to go all the way in on something and, and just declare that as gospel. And I think that's the beauty of free thinking to think a level deeper. So where you were just talking about the business is closing, my mind went, okay, but let's not just be pro-America blind to everything else that can happen because we're going to open ourselves up to blame the Republicans because now round two, which we already know is happening. They're going to release it, whether it happens naturally or not. Now we're opening ourselves to drama. So you just wanted to make a point on that. Yeah, the point, you know, I've made this reference before, but I'll go back to it. You know, like my favorite band's Tool. And one of the things that annoys me is some of the Tool fans, you know, like if I say, hey, the last Tool album was dog shit. I get attacked by all these Tool fans that think every single second of every song they've ever put out with is like some masterpiece. And they're like, oh, you're not a real fan. So like if I if I criticize a Q drop, like some of these and I, I mean, they are Q tards, just like anything else. Like, right, like you, they live and die by one source. And, and it kind of angers me like. And, and it takes away from the fact that like right now, Q is dropping really good information like like 
literally just drop something from the justice.gov site, like talking about constitutional law, like know your rights. Like that's the kind of shit that I feast off of, you know, like I don't, you know, if you could get deep into the numerical stuff and the gematria, whatever you want to do. And, and this equals 17, this is a Q proof. I don't care as much about that as about like, okay, look what Q dropped today. Okay. This is us code, blah, 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 which says, you know, like, you know, it, it's illegal to enforce laws under this particular guideline. Okay, that's the shit I need right now. Or like, it points me to a specific article saying, "Hey, look, like, you know, J- Durham's like closing up his investigation right now. Like, like James Comey is going down. Like, these FBI documents just got le- leaked. Like, that's the kind of stuff that I need. Or, so- or even something as simple as." Hey, look, there's a human farming page on Facebook from 2016 that's been up there. You know, like even though that's not hardcore shit, it's like, oh shit, this is something I could forward to my normie friends. And they could even be like, what the fuck? And I could show that I got all my business accounts, all my business features taken off Instagram because I posted a fucking meme saying Trump's going to be president for the next four years. We're canceling the election, parentheses, watch how quick the virus disappears. And exactly. I got, yeah. I got all my business features taken away for that and got suspended. Meanwhile, Facebook's got human farming pages on there offering sales on babies and there's kitty porn all over fucking Twitter. And, you know, it just shows the hypocrisy. Yeah, so, yeah but they're shutting need- down educating liberals account and they're demonetizing yep. Jordan Sather. James Woods, Jordan Sather demonetized. Storm is upon us. Joanne. That's why I talk about you two because they're going to run out of these guys eventually and start coming for you guys. They're working. My comfort was always, listen, James Woods gets suspended and he always comes back. Here's right? the simple solution. Let Once me- James Woods is gone, now I get worried because now I'm like, all right, they're taking away the million do- million follower blue check mark people. Who are they coming after next? The 100,000 follower blue check mark people, right? That six-figure range. So I'm in that group. So this is your solution right here. The 120 oh, whatever thousand... Yes. Follow yeah. me. Follow I'm Tom's backup, backup account. account. Yeah, if Tom cool. gets taken down, uh, Tom will tweet from that account. Okay. So follow Someone the bod. Like no yeah, so you can learn about fucking ancient aliens and trans movie reviews. I do movie reviews too. Yeah. Uh, Kurt, I actually got your drop. I uploaded your drop and I tried to kick it in for you at the perfect time. You kick it in right you. now. There's always a perfect time with these drops. With hey. someone like Kurt on the show, I really want to let it go wherever he wants to go. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> now, now let's go back to the moon real quick before we wrap. No, this up. no, because no, there's something no. way more important that I have to ask you no. guys about. No. Because you know this this does kind of talk about a Q drop because they were talking about the MIT technology, which shows like the workplace monitoring where they can see if you're like six feet away from each other. So oh, this yeah, whole yeah. thing, a lot of it has to do with digital surveillance, right? There's like a connection between vaccines and surveillance. Didn't you say you wanted to be monitored in the pre-show? <laughs> yes. I need. I need a monitor. He did. He did. I'll get that drop for the next show. (laughs) He did say that, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) I wish I was recording. So what did you mean by that, Bob? Uh, In music, there is a thing called a floor monitor, which pushes sound back at you so you can hear yourself talk. I love the sound of my own voice. I don't buy it. Yeah, I I think you wanted a digital tag, but go on. (laughs) Well, okay. So there was a video in, uh, I want to say it was Hackensack, New Jersey. Uh, I could be wrong about the city, where they have a a video camera set up and they basically said something like, Hey, just to let you guys know we're not big brother, but we want to make sure we oh, keep Elizabeth. All the- Elizabeth. Yeah. Elizabeth. I quote tweeted it. It actually says big um, brother in the tweet. Here's the funny thing. It says, uh, regarding comments on drones, we are not, we are trying to save lives, not be big brother. 
If this plan saves one life, then it's worth it. All it's doing is spreading an automated notice about social distance, not recording pictures. No recording or pictures are taken, just a tool of encouragement to follow the rules. Meanwhile, they attached a recorded video from the drone. Correct. So they're saying they're not recording it. Meanwhile, they attached a recording. And then I quote tweeted it saying, once they get you to believe saving one life is worth removing 330 million people's freedoms, we're done. And that's the yeah, whole and what, thing. What exactly happens when you get caught, though? Well, it doesn't like matter. It drops once a ticket, what you, happens? Once they tell you, hey, if it saves one life, it's Bingo. worth it. No, motherfucker. No, motherfucker. My freedoms are not worth one life. Because if that's the case, ban cars. Because right. that kills tens of thousands of people a year. So if it's worth saving one life, then get rid of cars and don't let anyone leave their fucking house. Well, that's that will the- save lives. That's the Thomas Jefferson quote that Q dropped, right? When the people fear the government, there is tyranny. When the government fears the people, there is liberty. Mm -hmm. So when you let the government do this and you fear them because they're taking pictures and they're checking your temperature and what do you, how long until they put a gun on that drone and start shooting people because they think a rape is going on. AI thought there was a rape, but it was just a couple hugging or something like that. And we know they're not great with this technology because they created an AI bot for fucking Facebook and Twitter. And literally within 24 hours, they had to shut the thing down because it created its own language. So it doesn't stop. But look at like tolls on the parkway, the turnpike. Those were just set up to pay for potholes. They shut down. Then when they needed more money, they would open. They don't close anymore. They're just always open. Nothing ever stops that the government implements. Why is Bob Fuchs once told me? Nothing's more permanent than a temporary government program. Absolutely. Absolutely. (laughs) But, you know, like the Thomas Jefferson thing, like basically sums it up like I prefer dangerous freedom over peaceful slavery. So, like, you know, I know a lot of people see Demolition Man. This is what's coming. Like digital police. Like remember like when Stallone couldn't wipe his ass with the with the seashells. Right. So like if you cuss, you get a fine and it prints out this like ticket, this like receipt and you're just being policed by drones. And so he couldn't wipe his ass. So he just started cussing and all this like paper fines came out and he wiped his ass with the fines. But but moreover, like it's like this is what's. This is what's in store. Like if they're saying like remember we talked about with George Bush, he said, hey, don't believe outrageous conspiracy theories right after 9-11. Well, in Elizabeth, New Jersey, they're saying, hey, oh, we're not big brother. We just want to save a life. This is that Bill Cooper. Hey, they're going to attack the schools and then uh, hide behind David Hogg and hide behind Greta Thunberg, like put, almost like holding the child up, saying, like, don't you care about these lives? You know, we're, we're only here for your safety. But realistically, yeah. this is removal of freedoms. I've talked about the Hegelian dialectic more than one time, and it's a three-step process. You create a problem, so you create the pandemic. You get a reaction. The reaction is fear, and then you have a manufactured, prepackaged solution already ready, already in place, so that once the fear, because the fear is what breaks down the quote-unquote immune system or whatever you want to call it of a, of a society, so now you're susceptible to disease, and the disease is their prepackaged solution. So then they remove your freedoms, and now you're in a, a police surveillance state. And, and that's the shit, like, that to me, like, and we're seeing 5G towers being put up during this pandemic. So it's like, th- this is what really freaks me out. And I even saw something, someone sent me this yesterday, that uh, the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, because I know we talked a lot about that. There is a job open right now called Deputy Director of Vaccine Development and Surveillance. What the fuck does a vaccine have to do with surveillance? You know, 
And that's what really scares me is like, and you know, that's their move, the left, because just like they tried to sneak the Green New Deal into the first stimulus package, like they always have an ulterior motive and something they want in and they're going to use this false flag as the thing that they present like, hey, we need vaccines. And by the way, we're going to sneak in surveillance in here. Right. You know, like they, the surveillance is really what they want. The vaccine is just a way to get the public but to how accept. How do their people always buy into these random stupid they're things that take away all of our rights? Why do you think they've pandered to the TV watching celebrity worshiping broke group? Why? Because Useful they're dumber. Because they're dumber. That's what it is. Because anyone, and it's not about core intelligence and IQ. It's about social awareness and free thinking and spirituality, right? The second you believe in God, you now believe in something more powerful than Barack Obama. You now believe in something more powerful than oh, Hillary Clinton. Obama so is Hillary there, and Obama and these people can't control you. If you believe in God, you have a purpose higher and a message coming to you from a source higher than Lady Gaga. So you need to go after the non-religious people. You need to shut down religious. You need to shut down the modern family. You need to go after the doldrums, go after the people who are sad, miserable, and gave up on religion and gave up on their family and worship Gaga and worship Katy Perry and Billie Eilish and Barack Obama. And those are the ones who are easier to control, even if they're a 4.0 student. As long as they don't believe in a high power, it's really easy for them to believe in the messages of their individual gods. You said never worship false idols. That's what they do. They create false idols and spread the message through them. So the left is more vulnerable because they're the ones who worship the false and idols to, the most. To, to be honest, I think some of the more intelligent people are some of the easiest to indoctrinate because here's once you have them indoctrinated because of their education level, they're so arrogant about their knowledge that that even when they're outside. And this is what Thomas Sowell said is basically like the, the, the most dangerous ignorance is ignorance of the educated and, and the intelligent, because not only are they ignorant and they're indoctrinated, but they're so arrogant about they're it to where even when it's outside their narrow field, like, you know, whatever their field of expertise is, they think they're an expert on everything. And they try to tell you how to live your life and try to dictate as if they're a master of really everything. So they're the most dangerous out of all of them. You know, the, I mean, the educated. Bill Gates is a doctor right now. Right. Like if you ask anyone who'd never heard of Bill Gates before this year and said, what does Bill Gates do? They would be like, he's a scientist and a doctor. Like, right. you know, that's what they would say if they didn't have any prior knowledge of Microsoft. Oh, someone like, oh. just posted a meme with Bill Gates' picture, and it says, not an engineer, never finished college, not a doctor, not an epidemiologist, not a virologist, uh, visited Epstein's Petal Island countless times, documented thief, owned virus patents, owns vaccine companies, and it just lists all Sued the for Monopoly, that- tried to, you know, talked yeah. about population, you know, depopulating, right, like. And he's none of any of but the things. But he's now that- a god to the left somehow. I don't know how he did it. Of course. But you know what? We're getting to him because he's already coming out saying, I wish conspiracy theorists would leave me alone. So, so what did Bill Gates know, no do? Create, he, he created Microsoft, right? Then what happened? The viruses, right, of Microsoft. So then what do you do? Right. Hey, let's create the antivirus, antivirus. software. Right. And then he tried to create a monopoly and got sued for fucking. And keep in mind, most of what Bill Gates did has he's had lawsuits attached to that. He stole intellectual property from other people. So he didn't even think of it. He just saw someone else doing it and snaked it. I want to tell you guys to watch. We'll wrap this up here because we got a hard stop here. But um, guys, go watch Black Mirror episodes. Start with Nosedive. Nosedive's the one with the cell phone. Have you guys seen that episode? No, not yet. 
I'll mm-hmm. make sure you watch it. Season three, you don't need to. The beauty of Black Mirror, Bobby, you will love Black Mirror. It's oh, I literally can't Bob doesn't it, watch it. I can't believe you don't watch this. It's literally each episode is its own entity. You don't. You can watch anyone randomly and start it from anywhere. There are separate episodes with separate casts and separate characters. You want to talk about predictive programming of the left? All the shows are about the future. And it's all about how they can download our consciousness and put it into a fucking little robot or these celebrities, you know, end up getting wiped out or this phone. No, this one nosedive is about how they we are basically running on a Uber like rating system where we have a personal rating attached to our phone. And the higher your rating is, the more things you can do in society. So your whole status is based on your five zero to five point oh rating. That's so a like if you're a four, credit score, they're already doing uh, that in China. Dude, if you watch this episode, Bob, you're going to be like, this is happening. This is happening. Like, yeah. this is the first first Black Mirror episode I ever watched was Nosedive season three. Do you remember and when I, I called back. you after I watched Westworld? And I was like, dude, this is like the whole like uh, elite playground. Right. right. <laughs> yeah. I told you watch Westworld. But yeah. now I'm going to tell you watch Nosedive. And then there's another one, which I'll find where they download the dude's consciousness into this little orb. And it's just hysterical because they've already compiled all the data. And they talk about everything they're doing in real life. They talk about in Black Mirror. But it's a sci-fi weird shit show. So no one believes it. So they're trying to desensitize people to it. But uh, yeah, guys, start watching Black Mirror. Start with episode one of season three called Nosedive. Here's my question. What do you think the purpose of Black Mirror is? You think it's programming? I programming or programming, trying to get people's... Uh, thoughts on the topic, see how people react to it, right? Because it's one of the most popular shows on Netflix. So I think it's a combination of things like desensitizing people to some stuff, kind of the same way they put things in movies, right? Like, oh, they're not doing this. That's from a Black Mirror episode. Stop. Like, now you're fucking nuts. Right. You know, so put in Bob, it's all out there. Literally everything you could ever want to talk about from a conspiracy NWO turning us in the robots and taking control of our minds perspective is in a Black Mirror episode somewhere. Yeah, I just I Netflix scares the shit out of me. You know, yeah, here's the here's my thing with Netflix and I'll I'll kind of say this is my closing deal is I look at Netflix's research like like know your enemy, like you got to know what they're doing. And and so when you're on Netflix, just kind of watch what they're plugging and promoting. And I actually and me and Janet talked about this. Um she sat and watched the Bill Gates uh documentary on Netflix. You know, just to kind of see like how are they trying to promote Bill Gates right now? So I would actually urge people if you're going to go on Netflix and watch all that stuff to also watch the Bill Gates documentary as research just to kind of figure out, okay, what 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 plans are they trying to implement onto us right now? How are they trying to project Bill Gates? Because Netflix is in charge of of like the public, you know, perception of of they yep. can either make or break you, you know, it's controlled by the left. Yeah. Yeah. So you can see all dominant female characters, all gay characters, in every movie. Every documentary, whether it's about Lady Gaga or Bill Gates or someone else, is always about how they were misunderstood or how they're great people. And, you know, everything about a Republican or Trump is negative. It's Netflix is an abortion for sure. Yeah, I just think a lot of it has to do with karma, too. Like, you know, like we talk about how they have to, like, reveal their plans, um, you know, before they do it as well. Because Jordan Sather actually just posted something. There was some 2003 uh, show that that talked about the coronavirus and coming out of China and all this shit. Like, yeah, yeah, did show. you see that? Netflix. Yeah. I haven't seen the episode, but someone sent it to me. It's, it's on called um, dead zone. And, and the, here's the other thing. It was entitled plague. Isn't it? And here's the In other China. crazy thing about it. Guess what they talked about as the cure chloroquine. Really? 
Yes. So they, they talked about his chloroquine being discovered as the cure. And the guy was trying to explain it to all these scientists like, no, it's a malarial drug. Like, this will help me. This will cure me. And they're all like basically saying like, yeah, you're full of shit. You know, he'll take a week. Yeah. So I thought that was pretty interesting. 2003. It was a long time ago. I saw I got a, I got a couple of tweets about it. I never watched it. Kurt, what are your closing uh, words or arguments? I just wanted to talk about dog shit real quick. It's so weird that like whenever I bring my dog in, they analyze his shit. But when I go to the doctor, they never ask for my shit. Should I start bringing my shit to the doctor for my yearly physical? And we'll save that for Janet since that's Janet's expertise. Yeah. Because I want to know if they could find everything out through dog shit. Why can't they do it through human shit? I think you should bring a bag of shit next time you go to the doctor. <laughs> shit, I'll bring my dog shit. No, bring your own shit. Like the big. No, yeah, yeah. I'll use my dog's poop bag and take a shit in it. Take a big dump in it. Make sure you got a big fucking, you know, just either drop it on the table. Be like, drop it on the table. This? Yeah, Joe, let me know in two days what you find. Don't even say anything. Just when you go up, they say license. Uh, do you have your driver's license and insurance card? And then just drop the dog poop with it. Kurt, yeah. you know they do that, right? I did take a stool sample when I was in That's the what hospital. I mean. It was really embarrassing because my nurse was really hot. She was like, "Hey, I need you to shit in this bucket." I'm like, there "What?" There should be no hot nurses. That's yeah, a that's another topic for another podcast. But for next next podcast. I will plead my case on why hot nurses should be illegal. Can I also say that you should date a nurse because they've seen the most grotesque shit. So nothing will scare them. Right. They're not. Yeah. You could shit with an open door and they'll never run away. I handed this woman a bucket of my poop. (laughs) You understand what I'm saying? (laughs) (laughs) Actually, it's funny. We exchanged Facebook information before I left. (laughs) Oh, on that note, all right, guys. Thank you guys for tuning in. We got to get to a uh, to a previous appointment that we'd scheduled a little too early, but hey, we got an hour and a half in. We started almost on time. Hour forty minutes is about normal. So uh, we're popping another podcast out this week. Uh, sorry for the little delay in the last episode to this episode. I had to do the Tripoli stuff last week. Make sure to go check that out on Tinfoil Hat. And uh, we are building the websites and doing all that stuff behind the scenes. So a little less time than usual to do things like this, but we will be back on schedule. Uh, appreciate you guys tuning in. Go download, like, subscribe. Uh, make sure you subscribe to the podcast because I'm sure they've unsubscribed many of you. So resubscribe if they unsubscribed you. We're being shadow banned, as you know. But uh, every review helps. So write a review, support the pod. As we get bigger, obviously, there's tons of people that want to discredit us. And all of a sudden, we're getting a couple negative comments here and there from the other, from the opposition. So uh, let's overpower them with positive. So any reviews you guys have that you could pump in there, keep the positive reviews to the top. Takes two seconds. Just go in there, write a review. Even if you don't like it, that's fine. But I'm assuming most do like it if you've made it an hour and 43 minutes into this. So uh, shoot us a review. Just just write what you think. Plug us a little bit. Appreciate it. But uh, for Bob, for the bod, I am Tommy G. Good luck. Stay questioning, motherfuckers. Mercy is for the weak. We do not train to be merciful here. A man face you, he is enemy. Enemy deserve no mercy. <laughs> <laughs>